Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of The One Up Project podcast. I'm here with Janelle Hosking today, and I'm so excited to share with everyone her journey, and I'm going to let her sort of do the main introduction because I feel like you've worn many hats over your time. But I would just like to welcome you first of all and say, how are you? Hey, I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to have you here in Tauranga. Yeah. Um, great to see that the weather's put on a treat for you. Yeah, <laughs> I know, it's so good. Thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, I guess the first thing we'll jump into is a bit about yourself and your career now and mm. what your day-to-day looks like at the moment. Absolutely. So my day-to-day, yeah, as you say, has changed a lot over the past few years. Um, but my dream has always been to work for myself. So in any role that I've done, you know, since leaving high school at the end of year 12 and I was 17, it's always been kind of leading me to gain new perspectives and learn new lessons towards being fully self-employed. And now it's been, what, 10 years on. I'm still not quite there yet. Um, I am right now working day-to-day in a startup, and my role is to do a sales and marketing. So um, it's a small team, just two of us full-time. We work our butts off, and every single day is different. It's intense, um, but it's also really cool and flexible at the same time that, you know, right now it's the middle of my work day, and I'm here mm-hmm. hanging out with you. So yeah. it's it's a really cool space to be in, and I think... Um, you know, so prior to lockdown this year, that might have looked different again. You know, it might be a bit more um, strict and structured, but I feel like the past few months has allowed all of us to see that we can work differently. And so at the moment, what I do with my business is that's just my kind of side hustle, so to say. Um, but the dream with that is to get it up to be full time, which would be wicked. Yeah, definitely. yeah, that's awesome. I feel like I'm on kind of a similar journey at the moment. Absolutely, so. I totally agree with that. So let's go on vibing it. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to see like how you're sort of doing it and then learn off you as well. So it would be really awesome to, to hear how it's all gone. So before we sort of get into a bit about your background mm-hmm. and where you've come from and all that sort of thing, um, tell us a bit about Girls Get HQ and what that is about and how that started. Totally. So I... Um, my gosh, I was 20 years old, I was working in radio, and I had an obsession with health food, and you know, like refined sugar-free, vegan treats, all that kind of stuff, and I would make my own treats in my spare time, and I met this lady in Palmerston North who just started a um, healthy treat company selling stuff online, Mm. and I went to an open day that she had, this is a super random story, but I went to an open day that she had, and I just started talking to her, giving her so many ideas, like, oh my god, gosh, I love that you've started this business. I love this, blah, 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 blah. And I didn't think anything of it. But three months later, I get an email from that lady. And she says, hi, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if you remember me, but I really loved what we spoke about that day. And I've actually implemented a lot of the things that you told me. And I would love if you can coach me. And she said, I want to pay you, you know, every fortnight to come and tell me what to do, essentially. (laughs) And so, you know, a week later I was sitting at this lady's house and I was just 20 years old at the time and I thought this is so weird, I'm being paid to tell somebody what to do with their life Um, and that was just insane I guess being so young but leading into that I had been, you know, um, going on my own little personal development journey and I guess I just wanted to share it with everybody. So to have one person 
resonate with it and then be like hey I want to pay you that's kind of where it all started and so from there I then trained um, online at the school called the Institute of Integrative Nutrition Mm -hmm. it's a school in New York and it's about life coaching um, life coaching and health coaching but as I went through the course my love of the the food side of things kind of you know ebbed a little bit and I wasn't too yeah plateaued (laughs) let's say um and it didn't really fascinate me to tell people what to eat you know day to day I'm like eat what's good for you you know if you want some cake eat some cake if you want a salad have a salad you know like I don't care to be paid to tell you to do that yeah but what I loved is learning about the I guess the mental well-being and that spirituality side and how you know your mindset is everything and the I guess the way that you can live this super empowered life if you just have your mind right. Yeah. And so that then led me to working one-on-one with clients, running workshops in Palmerston North where I lived for five years. And pretty much what I found is I did anything and everything for everyone. Mm. Plus worked full time. So wow. it's really crazy. And I guess in terms of business, you can't run a business like that because you're talking to everyone, but you're also talking to nobody. You're doing a lot of stuff for free. Um, and, you know, at the end of it, you're just like, this was cool and I learned heaps, but there's nothing really here to grasp onto, if you know what I mean. And so what I've done over the past few years is just really tried to refine it and try to look and be like, well, who do I love helping and who do I find gets the most value out of, I guess, what it is that I have to share? And so that's what this year led me to focusing specifically on women and women's empowerment. And it's all to do with career, relationships and lifestyle. And that to me just fuels me so much. You know, I can be um, in a coffee shop and overhear somebody talking about a shitty relationship that they have at the moment. I just get so fired up and I'm like, girl, you need to do X, Y, Z. You know, it's just so, and, and it fuels me. Yeah. Um, and so from there, that's where I decided, you know, I'm not doing this being everyone or everything to everyone anymore and Mm. I'm just gonna do one thing for one type of person Um, and I don't know how I came up with the name girls get but the thing for me is that I love the idea of having a business and a life that grows with you as a person Mm. not something that you know I start now as a 26 year old and I have to quit or sell when I become a mum one day or you know when I move overseas and travel I wanted a business that could grow with me Mm. and evolve and so for me girls get that's kind of the umbrella company and the arm that I'm working on developing right now is one part of that which is girls get confident Mm. and then as I progress and as I learn and evolve and get interested in different things that could become girls get fit girls get healthy girls get black you know there's so much that can come from it um and so when I was thinking about it I just wanted you know it all to be with one subject women's empowerment and something that I could do for the rest of my life Mm. and never get sick of it or make it really feel like work so so far it's working a treat (laughs) I love that such an empowering um like goal to have in a way that you want to help people it's really awesome and so like taking it back from there Mm. what do you think led to you developing this I suppose like knowledge that you wanted to share with other people was it through like your upbringing did you have people around you that I guess instilled this sort of wisdom or Mm. you know knowledge in you like what was that do you think I think it's really crazy and this is this part is something I'm well aware that I haven't really shared Mm. and I think it's an important lesson to learn because to me I've had this kind of belief that if I share 
parts of my journey up until this point that I'm still a victim to that mm, you know okay. and and I yeah. never want to feel like a victim and so the past few weeks actually I've been like no it's so important to share your story and to share your past because that's how people resonate with you Definitely. so when I think about it I guess the first thing that comes to mind is that when I was 13 um, I grew up here in Tauranga and I got bullied really badly at high school by my best oh, sorry at intermediate by my best friends mm. and so there's a group of seven of us and it ended up being really toxic to the point where it got in the newspapers and Jesus. it was huge yeah and so it was all on social media as well like I was one of the people on Bebo who got you know bullied by your best friends oh my God. yeah and so that is something I never share and the fact that I've just shared that now is like yeah, thank you for being vulnerable thank you I think the thing is like it doesn't affect me anymore and that's also why I never care to share it because I'm like oh I've healed from that you know I've moved on but the thing is it's still what helped make me who I am today mm. so it's still important so there was that and then I think that stemmed a lot of confidence issues in me and from there I just started acting out in all different kind of ways and I mean I was always headstrong and determined um, and I kind of knew how to get what I wanted but kind of all for the wrong reasons. Mm. I think pretty much what that meant is that I ended up being a little shit. I don't know if we swear on here but I was a little shit in high school and um, like I put my parents through absolute hell and um, just a lot of really bad stuff but I always told myself, like, Janelle, it's okay. You're under 18, you can't get in trouble. And that is not a good attitude to have, but I'm just trying to share with you that that was my attitude. So I thought, okay, cool, well, it doesn't matter. I can be naughty, I can, you know, sneak out at night. I ran away when I was 16. I then got kicked out a couple of times after that. Like, I was absolutely torturous to my parents Mm. to the point where now I'm 26, I've healed that relationship with both of them and I live back with them again and I have lived at home for the last four months and it has been so healing Mm. to one I never thought I would live with them again and I never thought I'd want to but now as an adult and I've gone away and I've done you know eight years of work on myself I'm like oh man I apologize so much but I understand that I just did the best with what I had at the time and so did you guys so like hats off to all of us you know (laughs) um that just shows like an extreme I guess transformation in you specifically huge honestly and pretty much I left I left home as soon as I could so I've been really independent from a really young age I never I think I always had a chip on my chip on my shoulder like I never wanted anything from anybody Mm. and so um I just do everything by myself to the point where I then would struggle to kind of let anybody else in and take help from other people so that's when I started to delve into the world of personal development I was actually one of my first flatmates when I was working professionally and living in my first kind of adult flat we would sit outside and have cups of tea and she was a few years older so she'd already done a bit of personal development herself and she would just inspire me every single night and I was like man I want to be just like you and so I started reading the books and started going to the personal development events and just really kind of immersing myself in it um but yeah there's there's obviously so many little little experiences Mm. um that have led to this point today and I think it's quite cool to reflect back on those actually yeah so thank you (laughs) I'm like well there's heaps (laughs) yeah I think it's so important to reflect back and, and like you said 
even the hardest of things that you think you've healed from are now like even though you're a completely different person mm. all of those experiences still contributed to the change that you've absolutely. made absolutely absolutely mm. and I think one thing that I'm really proud of is the fact that now I can take extreme extreme ownership over anything now yeah. like back in the day when I used to stuff up or if I did something wrong I would blame I would blame everybody it was my mom's fault it was my teacher's fault it was mm. my boyfriend's fault it was always everybody else's fault but now it's always me no matter what you know even if it wasn't me directly it was me because I didn't give clear instructions or it was me because I didn't set the boundary from the outset you know Mm. and it there's something empowering about taking responsibility for yourself and for your own life yeah Mm. I definitely agree with that and for people who who want to start on that like I guess that self-improvement journey and women especially who maybe have been through things that they don't know how to I guess attack from a healing point of view how would you suggest they first of all like start that Mm -hmm. journey well I mean they're obviously already doing part of it already by listening to this podcast (laughs) you know so you can start by doing I guess free or relatively affordable things I would try and search online try find somebody who's sharing messages that resonate with you Mm. you know when I was younger I absolutely loved Melissa Ambrosini she's a self-love coach in Australia Um, there was Alexi Panos similar thing but in America and so I just like gravitated towards these powerful women and I just learned as much as I could out of their free content Mm. and then when I started earning a bit more money within my job I kind of committed an amount I guess every you know month or so towards learning and growing myself so you know you start with the free stuff and find people that you vibe with I definitely don't think you should um listen to everything everyone is saying mm. do some research look into you know if you want to learn off women I think that's for me personally who I best resonate with um just look and watch their videos on YouTube and um follow their Instagram feeds and then you'll find one or two that you really love mm. and you know you can go on their website see their cheaper stuff that they offer um to dive a little bit deeper and I guess from there it just kind of evolves like for me I knew straight away I want to teach this stuff. I I want to learn and I want to create my own versions of resources for um, for other women and you know share that with them. But again, it's not everybody's cup of tea to learn and then to teach. Some people just learn for themselves. Mm. So um so coaching and mentoring is really important. Yeah, absolutely. Like looking for people who they they are where you want to be or just people who inspire you to be better mm. you know I think that's that's a good a really good first place to start mm. like when, for me when I was first starting I mean I had that flatmate who I mentioned earlier but other than her I didn't really have anybody else in my life who was trying to be better mm. and so because of that I actually ended up losing quite a few friends um which you know at the time is sad and you don't really understand it because we're not really taught you know the whole like you don't have to have friends forever we don't Mm. have to have that job forever we are taught that you know what comes into your life should be there forever and so we kind Mm. of have trouble letting go um but once I opened my mind to that it allowed me to meet so much more amazing people who are on my wavelength I suppose um and it's incredible because now you know I'm 26 and I just have the best group of friends that even two years ago I didn't have Mm. but that's just from continuing to grow and work on myself and the people who are meant to be in your life they just come towards you I couldn't agree more and I think like like you said the more you I guess approach the lifestyle that you want to live or like surround yourself with the people who you 
who inspire you, the mm-hmm. more you're going to like attract those sort of things into Absolutely. your life, which can sound wishy-washy to some, but I think that's absolutely so true um, because I, throughout my life, the same thing, like I feel like I've always only surrounded myself by people who make me want to be a better person. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it can be hard when you've got people who aren't like that around you to, I guess, let go of those people mm-hmm. or to find another way out um but i think you've just got to stay strong and true to who you are and what you want to do and those if you like keep immersing yourself in those communities Mm -hmm. your people will find you absolutely i think on the flip side as well it can be really hard because if there's people who you know aren't trying to better themselves or continually improve learn and grow Mm. but they meet you and they feel so good just being in your presence Mm. it's like they're they're there not because they're on your level but because that's where they want to be and so they can quite often actually suck a lot of your energy Mm -hmm. and that at the same time is you know trying to find people who are on your level it's getting to the point where you can notice that as well like oh actually you just like being around me because of how I make you feel about yourself not actually because you're on this journey too right yeah and that's happened to me a lot like I've actually been in relationships and ended up having boyfriends with people like that and you know I was with them for like one two and a bit years and then at the end I'm like oh gosh you just you actually just felt better just having me in your life yeah you know and I'm yeah. like why did I not see that earlier how yeah. did I waste so much time but it's, it's all part of the lessons and the learning right definitely hindsight is mm. <laughs> a beautiful thing <laughs> very true so what would you say your definition of success is my definition of success is waking up every single day and feeling happy in your own skin and I guess being content within your life Mm. you know like I've always got goals that I'm working on but for me it's super important to be happy as I am now yeah you know if I don't achieve any of those goals at all or if I don't progress any further in my life am I still going to be happy Mm. and that's what's the most important thing for me Mm. because I think especially with this year we've learned that external things they can go just like that you know I used to try and travel three times a year haven't been able to do that at all and if that was all that I had to make myself feel successful I definitely wouldn't feel successful Mm. at the moment so it's it's really is waking up in the morning and just feeling it already yeah you know um I don't care about the amount of money in your my bank account or you know the amount of followers I have on Instagram or stuff like that and I mean that's just cool and great but in terms of being successful, it's going to be different to everybody. And yeah. so you can't compare yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've all been through different things. So our versions of success should be different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's just what makes us all cool. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree. That's awesome. And so what would be, what, what are some like practical tools or resources people can use to I guess work out what they want out mm. of life. Like, have you done anything, I don't know, like writing down goals on a piece of paper? Or like, what sort of practical tools could people use to work that out? Absolutely. So it's kind of, um, I guess, there's a framework. And what I try to work with with our, with our Girls Get Confident workshops is we always start by figuring out, okay, well, who am I now? Mm. And so what I do is I get people to, you know, get that piece of paper and write down exactly who it is that you think you are now. You know, mm. what do you, if you could look at a photo of yourself, what are all the thoughts? and feelings that come up about yourself in that moment 
And what you'll find is that, of course, there's going to be positive and negative things on there. You know, you might have more negative or you might have more positive. That doesn't matter. Mm. What matters is the next part where you choose, okay, well, who do I want to be moving forward? Mm. And then from there, you can take the stuff from, you know, this, this piece of paper that's showing you who you are now and you get to choose. You know, I think what's really powerful and that's something that I love about what you share is you get to choose. You get to choose the job that you have. You get to choose to be happy in life every single day. Um, but I think we just get so caught up that we forget that. Mm. And so to me, it's really powerful to take, you know, an hour of your time once a month or once every couple of months to just assess who am I showing up as right now in my life? And do I want to be her? Mm. Do I want to be that person? And if not, cool, let's do some stuff about it. Mm. So... That is probably the most simplest thing. And I mean, you just do it on a notepad, do it on a blooming piece of tissue paper at a cafe. Like it doesn't Mm. matter. It's just taking that small amount of time to just reflect on like, who am I? Mm. You know, and asking yourself that question of, is this who I want to be? Is this what I want in my life? Um, Because you're the only one who can change it. Mm. It's literally all on you. And what I said before about I used to constantly blame it's like the reality is you're the only one that's in your head you're the only one that's living your life and you actually are the only one who can change it you just have to want to bad enough um and then from there you know the who am I now who do I want to be it's making those goals but breaking them down enough to be attainable and actually making sure that they're so connected to I guess the the way you want to feel in your life or where you want to be that when shit gets hard you can look at it and look at look at that and be like no this is why I'm going to wake up at 6am because I want this so bad mm. you know you're really connected to it and I think that's what a lot of us miss when we're creating our goals and all that stuff it's so superficial and we don't really care about it so you know at the end of the year when we haven't saved our house deposit it's like okay, well, maybe I actually don't care about that right now. Mm. But we just don't ask ourselves those questions. You know, we then, excuse me, use that as an excuse to feel even crapper about ourselves and then probably go and binge binge eat and watch Netflix for a week. Mm. You know, there's just, it's, oh gosh, I feel like I'm talking ramble now. But I totally agree with you. And I feel like I say it so often as well. And it can be so hard to get out of that mindset, but I think what you said around the connection piece, like when you create goals and they don't achieve them and you feel shit about yourself, it's like, Mm. well, yeah, maybe you actually just didn't want that. Exactly. And and that's okay. Mm. And I mean, you know, I now work particularly with women. And so when we go through goals together, it's always a goal about weight. Right, okay. It's always, it's always something to do with weight. You know, I want to lose 5 kgs, 10 kgs, 20 kgs. And the hard part is that this is young woman and older woman. Mm. You know, it doesn't really matter what your age is. It's always a thing that we seem to strive towards being smaller. Mm. And then I ask them, well, why? Mm. And they say, oh, you know, because um, I want to look like the girl in the magazine. I'm like, well, why? Mm. And they can... Keep asking why. <laughs> you just keep asking why. And in the end, they just look... And feel like, not that you want to make a person feel stupid, but they, they, it's like a light bulb's gone off in their head and they're like, ah, I get it. I don't, I don't actually care. And I can stop hating on myself for the fact that I didn't lose that 5kgs this year because I didn't actually care about it anyway. So move on from it. Yeah. You know? I think that's so valuable. I saw this TikTok. Um, love TikTok of, learning. I, oh my God. I love TikTok. Um, and I saw this thing, it was kind of similar to that. And mm-hmm. they said, like, put your goal down and mm-hmm. then 
ask yourself why you want to achieve that and then yeah. ask yourself why you want that and then mm-hmm. like literally it said do it seven times or something like yeah. just like why 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 yeah and it's like that really gets you down to the core mm-hmm. reason which you can't figure out by just thinking about it in you, your head you can't because your first answer or your first you know reason why is always superficial mm. so you can't just stop there you have to go deeper mm. and we we do this you know in the work that I do with people in, in our events and stuff we do that why five times exercise right. And I had somebody cry the other day. Yeah. Literally, we had a woman in the workshop cry because when she wrote down the fifth reason why, and it said, I just want to be loved. Yeah. She just started crying. And I was talking to my partner about it afterwards, and I was like, all everybody wants is just to feel loved. Mm. So if we can learn how to give ourselves that love that we want, wouldn't we all just wake up so much happier? Mm. You know? Like... I see it time and time again, you know, I just want to be loved or I want to feel like I'm enough. It seems to be such a big limiting belief for so many people. It's Mm. like, okay, well, how can we just build that and how can we work on that? Mm. Um, Total side tangent, but one of my good friends said to me the other day, do you feel like Girls Get Confident is a bad title because women feel like they need to admit that they're not confident? You know, if if they're paying to come to one of your events is that kind of like a barrier for them because no one wants to admit that they're not confident and that made me so sad Mm. that that's a possibility out there because the net you know I guess the my instinct is always like yeah I want to be better so if I Mm. see this thing girls get confident I'd be like yeah cool I'm going to that Mm. but I'd never thought about the fact of like what about those people that don't want to admit that they're not quite there yet Mm. so Honestly, if we can just be working on those the the ability within ourselves to feel like we're loved and to feel like we're enough, I think we could solve a lot of problems in the world. And so yeah. that's why, like, that really is the heart of the mission of Girls Get. Yeah. Um, and it's a big one, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because confidence for women especially is such a touchy yeah. subject. Like, a, a lot of people can talk about it, but in terms of their own self-confidence, it's... It seems that like a lot of women have issues with it, mm-hmm. and I again, well, I mean, we could blame it on so many things, yeah. social media or social constructs or whatever. But yeah, it's something that a lot of girls struggle with, and I think struggle to know where to start because yeah. it's kind of like, well, I'm not confident because I don't have the dream body. And oh my god! Like that's it. Like, you'll know. you'll also though you'll also never have that dream body if you don't actually change your mindset. Yeah. You know what I would say to people who have this goal of wanting to lose weight. It's like okay, well, what if we actually focus on you being happier or you feeling more fulfilled in your day job mm. or you know you having more deeper connections with your family, and if we focused on that, I bet you you'll find at the end of the year that you've lost that five kgs. You know, as a result of actually just being happier and focusing yeah. on more important things. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and then a lot of like the problems around having low self confidence probably causes a lot of stress. Yeah. Which, and stress, we know, just leads to so many other issues. A lot, so much of it is it's looking outside of ourselves for those basic things like our mm. happiness and our contentment and that love, you know, because everyone's got their own shit we've all got our own baggage and so looking towards somebody else to try and get that approval it's never going to be sustainable yeah it's not good no I totally agree and so how have you seen like what are some examples of how you've seen self-improvement 
and self-development change people's lives oh my gosh you can literally just see it in people's faces Mm. you know um at our most recent workshop we had the other day uh a woman who showed up to the event she was really kind of like shy and quiet and just really timid and she she had this really serious look on her face and I was thinking to myself I was like oh no you know maybe she's not enjoying it maybe she's not you know, resonating with this content that we're going over this morning. So I went and talked to her and she's like, this is amazing. I've never, I've never thought of stuff like this before. You know, I, I never knew that I could do this about, about my own life. But instantly her face just changed and she just had this glow, yeah. you know. So I can't quite remember what your question was, actually. <laughs> How have you seen that? Like- so, yeah. <laughs> so that that's one, like the glow. Yeah. And, I mean, my, my friends and family now, because obviously to me it's important to practice what you preach, my friends and family who have known me for the last God knows how many years, the past few months, any time I see someone that I haven't seen for a while, Janelle, you're glowing. Like, what are you doing? You are absolutely glowing. And it's literally from putting into practice the stuff that I'm trying to share out with other people. Mm. Because when you when you work on yourself from the inside, like that that to me is probably the biggest thing. It's that glow. And and you just almost the next part is just you stop really caring. Mm. You know, and that we overthink a lot and a lot of that overthinking is because of other people's opinions. Mm. But when you realise that actually that doesn't matter and it's your opinion of yourself that matters. You can just throw everything else up in the air and be like, oh, well, I don't care. I'm just going to leave my job like yeah. what you did, you know, or I'm just going to start that business. And it's you can just see it in people's faces how much happier they are mm. when they actually put some time and effort into working on themselves and their self-confidence and they're just going for it. Yeah, definitely. And I think growing that confidence is probably a part of the piece around not worrying about the opinions of others because mm-hmm. that is something that can hold so many of us back is worrying about what other people think and it can be crippling to focus on totally but a big part of that though is not knowing who you are Mm. if you don't know who you are as a person if you haven't taken the time to ask yourself questions and to really figure out like the women that you want to be in your life of course then you're going to let other people's opinions of you get you down of course you're going to overthink everything because you're leaving your life and your personality and values and beliefs up to other people Mm. But if you know, like if you've done the work and you know who you are, it really won't affect you at all. You know, it might for a second and then you're like, oh, actually, this is your shit. You're just putting your stuff on me and then you kind of feel sorry for them, but you move on and it's Mm. fine. You know, instead of being paralyzed for weeks, um, Mm. a while back, I had an argument with um, one of my flatmates and we actually bought a house together. And so his opinion of me mattered so much. Mm. And this one, when we had this argument, I got so crippled Mm. by his opinions in the argument that I took two days off work and I just ate crap food and I sat up in my room all week watching Netflix. And then when I started doing more of this work, I realized, oh my goodness, like I in that moment took his opinion as, as my own and, you know, I was... I wasn't confident in who I was enough to stand up for myself in that moment. And it ruined a whole week. Mm. And a week's not long, but imagine if you have arguments with people every week. Mm. Then, of course, your life's just going to turn to shit because you're leaving so much up to others. Mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's something I like to implement too is um, when I'm thinking about the opinions of others that are negative, um, I just think 
that's on you. Totally. And I just use that one statement. I just say, well, that's on you. Yeah. When I'm saying it to their face or in my head, it just sort of drops the, I guess, like the hierarchy that yeah. you're and the, the pedestal you're putting them mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. kind of just drops that down and you're like, well, that's on you that you have a problem with what I'm trying to do that's making me happy. Yeah, so. that's their insecurity. That's mm. their, you know, fears and their overthinking. And that kind of adds a little bit to you like, oh, mm. you know, I, I'm proud of myself that I've done this work that I can see yeah. that this is your stuff and not mine. Yeah. You know, it's very powerful. Well yeah. done. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well, this has been so great. And I think like to sort of bring us to a bit of a conclusion, I wanted you to chat a bit about where you see girls get going from here and maybe a bit more about it in case anyone's curious. Totally. So I have a p- pretty big ambitious goal and it is that we are on a mission to transform the lives of 10,000 women around the world, helping them to unlock their potential. Because if you, we know, we've just said it, if you've got that confidence in yourself and in your direction of where you're going you can do anything and so I really have no idea why I chose 10,000 it was just something I thought was thought was cool um and so at the moment we're doing that through events they're currently just based in Tauranga but I'm going to be doing some online events over the next few months and then hopefully traveling around a few places of New Zealand next year I'm just trying to really grow my network so that um you know I can find cool venues to go to and just cool people to team up with and partner with to do these events um and other than that you can find us on our girls get underscore HQ Instagram that's where everything will be I don't have a website at the moment because I'm super um not perfectionist but if I do something I want to do it right mm-hmm. and I know that you know instead of being on this podcast with you right now I could be at home working on this website that's going to take me 10,000 hours because I want it to be perfect so I've told myself no website for the minute mm-hmm. and we're just doing Instagram because we're not about um, perfectionism procrastination yeah. we just like to do things so you can find everything on our Instagram account um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for now. But that's we've awesome. got we've got big things for sure. We're yeah. getting, working on it. <laughs> yeah, you're working on huge things, and it's really cool to see that journey as well. So yeah, definitely go and support Janelle if you are interested. And thank you so much for thank jumping you for on the podcast. Me. Oh my god, thank you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you were able to take something valuable away. Um, be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at the One Up Project. And I'll catch you on the next one.